It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. The duty, everybody. Welcome back to the big show Thursday morning at Cole to the Pen HQ. Redheaded stepchild of the Hammer Betting Network. Half tip Rob Pizzola, a pizza man, bringing you the large round. That's me at John Legaza. Find me at John Legaza on the Bird app. Any time of day, any date of the week. Because we get it and we fit around here. Mr. Matt Williams. Good morning, Buendia. Jeff L., the same to you, my friend. Brian GC. How are we? Hope we're ready to have some fun today. <laughs> The MLB schedulers are at it again. Insight, bright and early. We see you. I see you. I think, you know, there are 30 teams and 162 games, and still somehow we end up with days like today. There's all of four games. There's only one in the afternoon because of the makeup from yesterday. Just a wild day in scheduling. I'd rather just get like a full day off, man. Why don't we just, why don't they just do that? Anyway, fastest show in MLB absolutely anywhere. Again, these are a lot of fun, right? We just have a couple of games. Though I do have some plays, which we will get to. But on the shorter sleets, I really like to focus on, you know, the the theory, right? A little bit more of the thinking sometimes to show, right? Fastest show and it will be anywhere. Just say it. You know, we're blazing through stats, blazing through games, you know, kind of making some assumptions about the strength of the viewership here. You know, how sharp people are. It's, it's the truth. We ask a lot of you guys. And that's why I'm always so appreciative of people like Insight, Forest Sports, Matt Williams, Jeff L., Brian Rose, and the like, people that are, you know, adding to the tapestry here, right? This show is definitely a little bit different. It's certainly immersive. Well, that's how I like to think of it. It's not talking head telling you what to do. I happen to be at the soapbox right now, but my ears are, you know, as wide open as my mouth are. That's our first lesson, right? Always be open-minded always be malleable don't be too proud and you know especially in this betting space i get it's highly competitive which is very weird uh matt and i share you know very common thread you know similar tenant in this approach and you know screw the books we should be working together and hammering these fools like are we defending corporate america here why are we allowing them to divide us and that's kind of what happens people yelling at each other and fighting and not working towards the common goal and then, you know, I'm going to feed him. That's what he's talking about. It's so, it's so ridiculous. You know what I mean? We should be working together. And maybe that's my second point. One of many probably coming today. Well, like I said, you know, I, I'm a model better. I run the MLB Moving Averages Algo. For anybody unfamiliar, you can check out my work on Twitter. It's my baseline for everything. There's a link. If you search in the data dumps, that'll take you to Sharpener. You can follow along with all the sheets. $20 worth of rest of the season. I think it's worth the steal. Again, you're going to learn, hopefully, how to build these things into profit. Matt, I'm going to get to that in a second. That's where I was going. Me and Matt are so simpatico. Where I was going with the idea of being, malleable, of being malleable, being open-minded, and myself, I was always a model better, right? Betting kind of totals and sides. That became the F5 model when... 
bullpens just spun out of control with the offense and you want to bet on pitching. I got tired of the three-hour up and down. I moved to F5. It was successful for a couple of years. Still been successful, but not as much because the books have kind of made their move, right? There's always... I used to bring in the Star Wars stuff, right? I When I moved to F5, right, it was the return of the Jedi and then the Empire struck back. So I'm really looking at people that I think are great at this. Matt is one of them. A dream who we've had on the show. Now, Matt had kind of Frankie, our boy, Frank Amarante, under his wing. It kind of showed him a bit of the way Frank was always super sharp. But now, again, being open to the idea that there were other people doing it correctly. You don't copy them. You take the best parts of their game and try to apply it to your own. And let's get to my comment from Maddie already. We should bet every 0.5K under just to see what happens. Matt, I imagine you mean at plus odds, though, right? Some of them are, are minus 180. Which is obviously not as good as knocking down these. I'm knocking down plus 150s, plus 170s, plus 180s daily. You know, you put up eight bets, you hit four of them, you're pretty much ahead. You hit three, you might be right at even. Again, we're open to some bad calls. Somebody actually DM'd me, they were surprised I was complaining. Which I generally don't, like, bitch and moan about stuff. But I had Eloy Jimenez at plus money to not strike out. It was 3-2. That was the worst call of, like, the month. I mean, so not only should it have been ball four, it was like, it was, it was in the other batter's box. And it also wasn't even the only pitch. The first pitch of that bat was also a time. So, Matt, I agree with you. I think the books are using season K percentages. And I think they're a bit behind if you bring in some of the new ones in the context that you get here. D-Rock, Taco Core, what's up? Thank you so much. Always supporting my work. I really do appreciate everybody out there means a ton rate review and subscribe if it really does matter press the cartoon thumb and the cartoon bell and what other cartoon images you see because that shite all matters a little bit more than it should all right let's talk about some baseball how about that let's go on a baseball show okay really just not too many games yeah jeff l said the, the, the up had the eloy over although another one i don't know if they've hit bet stamp which we're using to help people shop around another big part of the game being early again one of maddie's claim to fame sopping up those plus ev bets getting in front of clb and oftentimes getting in front of entire full line moves in particular when it comes to pitching props strikeouts and stuff like that i don't know how you're not looking at this early i feel like you're doing it wrong and you know again people that follow my work hopefully you gravitate towards my stuff because i try not to dictate very much but i really do feel like that's doing it wrong because you can't you're getting a worse line at a worse price. I mean, it's like a 360 loss if you're trying to jump on late. Part of why I've actually liked moving this show to 930. It's still it's still a bit early. The West Coast's not really up yet. So let's dig into some baseball. This is the makeup game. So this is the first game on the docket. Shohei Otani and the Angels going to Detroit Rock City to face Matt Manning and Los Tigres. In eight mile, Otani three seven one ERA one twelve whip. The OPS is six sixty one. All the indicators looking absolutely beautiful. First little detour. Again, I'm gonna be, I will take a few detours today. I know Matt's here, so I'm kind of curious because Matt also does some fantasy stuff. We've had Cubby Noel in the room helping us with some fantasy stuff as well. Man, after I ran those 
correlations on you know FIP and XFIP and Sierra, and they none of them tested out nearly as well as expected ERA. I really kind of kept my third eye on that. XFIP came on its walk ERA and Sierra all at three five, expected ERA at four. 32% K rate is beautiful. I think it even masks some of the 10% walk rate. People kind of draw that 10% walk rate. It's like, oh, the double-digit walk rate. Let's just 100 batters. If you walk one less batter in, you know, 100 plate appearances would be nine. Would that make a much of a difference? Probably not. Because he's got the swing and miss stuff. 22K minus BB, 13 swing to strike, 30 and a half CSW, 30 and a half whiff rate, 31 and a half whiff rate, excuse me. He just, he hasn't gotten in front, hasn't induced the chases. So as much as I like Otani, he's the opposite of a bully inside i got manning game one and lorenzen game two again I, I, it's very difficult to say with any sort of you know say definitively i should say i have found the highest degree of accuracy again i've done this a very long time every single day i find the mob app is the most accurate if they have a name i put it in my sheet if not, I do my best to infer. Fangraphs has a probable grid. Fantasy Pros has a probable grid. Rotowire has a probable grid. I try and do my best to amalgamate all of them, although I generally found that I will all the time. Right, the Boston's done some dippity-doo with starters. Kansas City, Oakland does it all the time. You know, you think Harris is going, he's not. They have an opener, it's Medina, it's not. So, yeah, I have uh, Manning in game one. Let's take a look at Matt Manning. I mean, I'm not sure if I have a larger, you know, scream for negative regression for Matt Manning. So check it out. Surface stats jumping off the page, right? So the the the, the, the rest of Twitter, right? all the momos. 319 ERA, 101 whip, 598 OPS. Matt Manning's been fantastic. And like, well, I guess. I guess there's something to be said for that. I, yeah, it's just not buying. Like, the, you got to pop the hood, right? XFIP at 5.5, five, Sierra North at 5, even the expected year rate of 4.5, 17% K rate's very low for an 8% walk rate. Again, 8% walk's not terrible, but for 70K, 9% K minus BB, 6.5 swing to strike, 16.5 whiff, 10% miss rate also. So I'm glad to have this extra, you know, the extra few minutes today to dive into it. Jay saying I got it wrong, which is funny. That means that they physically swapped it already. Jay saying Manning and Sandoval 440, Otani Lorenzen at 110. Hold on one second, everybody. I, we can do this. I could do this one pretty quick. All right, so let's do that. I'm sorry, I'll correct it. We'll get back to Manning and the regression later on. So it's Lorenzen, all-star, MLB all-star, Mike Lorenzen. 349, ERA 109, whip 646 OPS. He's been pretty good. Indicators all smudged around that four and a half. Again, very mad. 19K to six and a half walk. The six and a half walk is really where, where I like to be. It's single digit swing and strike, 22 whiff, eight and a half miss, 86 zone contact. So he is going to be pitching the contact to this Angel team. And this is where I think the handicap lies. Although I mean, the modeling I did was for Manning. I don't think it should matter much for much for Lorenzen. I've got Aunt Lady to cover this one up pretty easily through five. Jay, let's take that even money, even minus 105. 
That's Los Angeles Angels, first five. All right, let's dive back into it. Sorry about the quick derailment. So we want to look at the offenses, like I mentioned, Lorenzo not. You know, he's not getting the Ks. The Angels have struck out. That's been the bugaboo. So without, you know, the pitcher that induces the whiffs and induces the misses in the zone, I think you get the better side of the Angels. That offense has been very good as of late. 260 team BA, 354 OBP, 846 team OPS was very good. 11 and a half walk, 40% fly ball rate, 11% barrel is the 130 WRC plus. Detroit offense sucks. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're just, they're just not good. 289 team OBP, yikes. And they're not running only four steals in the last 500 PAs. That's a 675 OPS, 6% walk rate. I mean, they're not winning in the zone. They're swinging and missing. They put the ball on the ground a ton. 86 WRC plus for the Tigres. I didn't go full game on this one. Although, you know what? I think I might have printed full game because I like the price. I do think LA runs away with it. But I think the safer play, the sharper play, is probably the F5. I was being a bit cowardly. Maybe that would have been the difference. I think maybe I'm more confident with a run. They should be dealing with all these guys. Angels should tear them both up. I've got Angels through five. I've got Angels full game. Avoiding the totals, because I do have those right on the nose. Well, I've got the splits up, and we have a second. I want to see if I maybe bring up some player stuff. Lorenzen's been pretty brutal against righties, actually, batting 272. He's not walking any of them. And I don't know. I guess he's been okay at home, just average. It's weird. This is one of the things, again, if you're familiar with my pitching sheets, I form format everything, conditional formatting. We want to see the the highest in the slate, the lowest in the slate. We want to see disparities. That gets thrown off when it's only five games, right? So, like, the worst... Again, I'm not expecting much offense today. Lorenzen's all blue. You know, 256 batting average allowed at home, just not that bad. 1.2 home or 9 allowed. Okay, not that bad. So, give me LA through 5. Let's move it on up to the east side. Oh, with the Nats and Mets are playing in the sky high. It's my boy Josiah Gray and the Nats plus 165 dogs on the road on a bump against Cody Sanga and the Let's Go Mets Go. Minus 102. Slight faves at home. Gee, let's not bury the lead here. OPMG, good morning. Pop up status. I want to go under the four. We're going under five here. Right, did I get that as well? I want to make sure I got that as well. Yeah, I want to make sure we're getting five here, not four and a half. First quick lesson here about reading the tape. This is a really good one. So let's let's knock this one. Let's not bury the lead. I get sidetracked sometimes. We're gonna go U5, but let's read the tape. Jay's using Betstamp, right? Betstamp.app forward slash call to the pen. Tell him I sent you. Um thing here, one of the let's say more apical uses of Bet safe. One of the one of the reasons I uh, like how I use it in particular. I quote reading the tape. It's a trading term. ID being having your eye on different prices all at once, especially in a market that's dynamic like betting, which moves, might give you an idea. Not say of the future, but which direction we were going. I'll give you an example. Of course, I, I mean, listen, I hate the brand, but that's one thing I, we, I'm known for. Like, I'm known for CLB. Like, that's why I've been in this business for so long. That's why win or lose, very rarely do people come at my throat or knock me. Aside from being transparent and extremely handsome. 
we're in front of the market all the time. I mean, I had an oh, we put an open an open contest out months ago. I guess people forgot. No one hit it. Again, if you find a line that we lost, you can't go with five cents. We're not doing that. So let's say I put out a total that moves a half a run in the other direction. You call it out. I'll send you a cool baseball card. I got some cool Vlad Guerrero colors. I got some Acuna colors, Juan Soto colors, base cards. Not basically, you no know, color uh, raw cards. I'll be glad to send you. Take the open challenge from me. Again, I, I, I think I have a good feeling of what the public looks for. And I incorporate that, you know, the directionality of the line. So let's get back into how reading the tape can help you. Jeff says, love the under F5. Great pitch is much better on the road. We'll get to that in a second. And Sang is a damn goat right now. He looks so good. He's going to be like a top 20 or 25 starter for me next year in fantasy. Guaranteed. He's so good. Okay, back to the market, reading the board. And how you could use it to trail theoreticals to secure CLV for yourself. Today's a perfect example. We're under on five. You turn on betstamp.app and you see a couple of 4.5s, just a few. You notice the fives are starting to take a little bit of juice, right? When these totals start getting to 120 and 125, minus 120, minus 125. The next step generally, yeah, 130, and then you'll see books start to move. So that's the tape, the fluid market as it moves. We want to be under five. You start to see oh, 4.5s means hit it now. Let's say you were fading that play. I'm a big fat moron. You hate me and I smell funny. So you go against all my bets. If you faded everything this year, you're not doing very well. I guess if you fade the show picture, doing just okay, we're around flat. If you're fading my sub picture, I'm not doing well at all. But let's say you were doing it. And you were looking to go over. You could use that to your real advantage as well. You see the five. You should never really be looking to smash even numbers on the F5, especially when it's five anyway. But when you see a couple of 4.5s with the Jews going, right, you should know throttle. Wait for the 4. We'll either seek out the 4.5 to go over, or if it's not in your book, wait, it, you're going to go with it. So there's like the best lesson that I can give you in a couple minutes about how we can use things like Betstamp beyond just finding the better price. How we actually use it as a tool to understand directionality. Feather. <laughs> Boop. Achieved. <laughs> you know, listen, some of the stuff that we bring to you here at Call to the Pen that we get to do on shorter slates that I don't think other show, I don't know if they necessarily even understand this stuff, let alone well enough to explain it, you know, let alone do they care enough to do it. So let's move it up. Josiah Gray on the bump. I love Josiah Gray, by the way. Three, four, five, you're right, kind of masking the one, four, five, whip, seven, 55 OPS. 20% K is a bit low. The 10% walks a bit high. The 38 balls a bit high. 58 first strikes too too high, too low. I'm sorry. The thing here is though, again, sharpest comment section on the web. The splits are so pronounced. Okay. Washington is like a, a launching pad, and it doesn't get the credit as such. Matt's got a home run bonanza for the Mets today. Ooh, this will be interesting to see. So you're kind of up against this, Matt. Josiah Gray, quite literally, he's been a different pitcher on the road, and that's including the homers. Again, Washington really plays up to the home runs. 
<laughs> but Matt's, but he's heavily biased. In case you didn't know, Matt, Matt is a tremendous Mets fan. Well, I gotta give it up, Matt. You and I again, not to keep, you know, pumping us up to be some arrogant or anything, but it's the truth. For like a Yankee fan, I hate them. For a Mets fan, I don't mean like you hate them, but like we don't bet them. And they're like, oh man, you gotta be careful because John's on the Yankees there, Matt's on the Mets. Like, it's almost the other way. If I'm on the Yankees, you really need to go get it because I do everything I can to not bet them. I know you can kind of do the same thing. William Craig, what's going on, man? Appreciate you. Says points bet has an F5 under 55 minus 145. Thank you for one putting the price. Though 145 is a bit further than I like to go for totals. The fact you're getting the extra run is, I would say, go to it. So if we could have gotten that one, Jay, I didn't even think about that. I saw 4.5s. So that's where the tape is going because I, I was I was looking. You know, there are other books. <laughs> Not betting on the home run bonanza. You know, say Josiah Gray on the road. Let's back to it. Two seven four ERA, three quarters of a home run per nine. Right, generally what gets him in trouble. Sub three ERA last four hundred pitchers thrown. So he's been pretty good. Other side, Cody Sanga three two seven ERA, one two six WHIP, six forty two OPS. But man, my boy, looking really great as of late. He was struggling with the control. You know, coming overseas, lots of changes and stuff. You got to give time for those adjustments. Now I think we've seen that 30% K rate. Yeah, the 12% walk is seriously high. But Senga is, you know, again, you, you got to split baseball stats here. That's right here. How about this? So if we go back, I got less six starts, less than three walks per nine, which is, you know, I mean, it's not great, but it's not like throw the baby out with a basketball. There's 7% walk rate for the percentage folks out there. Big difference between book bad handicapper saying walk machine over walks although jay we have that speaking of which bring up this walk prop sometimes saying it comes in at two and a half and i probably go under the two and a half there especially with the washington disciplinary basket is pretty strong we've been covering that all year so saying I'm loving, he's got all the swing and miss stuff. He's really, the location metrics are starting to check out now. The ball rate on the season is too high, but again, it's coming down, 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 down. The ground ball rate at 47%, which we love. Battle rate below six, which we love. Check this out. He's a 220 batting average. Max lefty-righty split. I mean, he's been death on lefties. 558 OPS, 188. Saying it's been, just been awesome. And very, very good at home. 2-5 ERA. Sub homer nine, 177 batting average allowed in the crib. 2-6 ERA list, 400 pitchers. I mean, he's been very, very good. Matt has another one. I don't know if they do this one. We, man, they really should. I think that's like an offshore thing. Believe it or not, I think my bookie does it. Matt is mentioning the reversal people. He's under on the F5 but could see the full game spinning away. I, I don't know if they allow the over-under combo. They should because I know they do that with the wins. Let's put some context to it, why this bet actually makes sense. Washington bullpen is atrocious. Do not bet Washington to win. Do not bet Washington full game unders. Last 40 and two-thirds. That's an 8-6 ERA, 1-8 whip, 3, 25 batting average allowed, 9% barrel, nearly 2 homer, 9. Mets, 5 ERA, last 37 and two-thirds, 1-6 ERA, 41 fly ball, 39 hard hit, yikes, yowzers. In general, though, I generally subscribe to that in the first place. If I'm betting on pitching in this hitting environment, I'm under F5. If I want to score, I'm going to pretty much go with the over. There are a few cases where there are bad starters, lockdown bullpens, that perhaps I flip it, but generally that's my rule. So we're going to go with the under Washington 
and the Mets. I think I also, the strikeout props are not listed. I think I also have a uh, Tommy Pham under one strikeout at plus 140. Again, to give you an idea of, uh, we mentioned at the open, again, being malleable, again, being open to softer markets. And again, you know, I love plus odds, of course. Man, there's just something to be said for these strikeout props at this price. Check it out. Tommy Pham, last 72 plate appearances. I got eight strikeouts. That's pretty damn good. That's an 11% K rate. He's at plus 140 against Josiah Gray, who has not really king anybody, in particular righties. I put this up on my sheet, by the way. Josiah Gray, 18.5 strikeout rate to righties. And the Washington bullpen is terrible. So, Fam has been excellent as well. Middle of the order, so you might even get that last PA cut off. Also, Mets are at home. Mets are favorites. Something, Matt, you and I have not discussed, but I, that should be part of the calculus. As you know, I'm I'm like really into this now. But that's got to be part of the calculus also. Home team favorite. The same things we don't like about over total bases, right, which makes a lot of sense. You might lose that ninth frame. We want to lose the ninth frame. So I'm wheels up with Tommy Fam. If we can't find it, I'm definitely going to hit it. Jay, was the Sangup walk crop up? Sorry, I talked right through it. Well, it's actually a two, huh? Pretty impressive. Good for Cody Sango dropping the walk props. Dropping his own prop. Man, I don't know. Under two. I mean, I don't know. He's he's a pop with two walks. He's only walked one in two of the last three. But he's had at least two walks in three of the last five, and then it kind of runs. So, no, I'm going to avoid that one. The price not really tempting enough for me. I know Washington doesn't really walk. Though the offense, not great. You know, 6 WRC plus Washington, 81 for the Mets. Mets have a 205 team batting average. That's 500 plate appearances. Yikes. Just so, so bad. Jeff L. says, oh, how do we get other books <laughs> to start taking hitter props and walk props? I, I don't know. Let's, let's tweet them. You know? Tweet them. Tweet them and tag me. I'll retweet it and maybe we can get a go. In fact, that's how we got some of the F5 stuff up, believe it or not. It was not. It was very hard to find, and you know, books started picking it up. We were at FTN, and we'd have people kind of do this, you know, do these kind of, not say retweet campaigns, but people, you know, using the amplification of social media. I have eleven thousand followers. Whatever the hell that means, that a dollar gets you a cup of coffee under the train station. But and companies care about that stuff. So let's get the under. We actually it's funny because we actually have bets. Next up, it's the Baby Bears from the north side of the track. Nice part of the Windy City. Leaving Chicago, heading near that beautiful arch in Missouri. It's Justin Steele, who can't go left. Miles Michaelis on the bump. I don't, I mean, gosh. Justin Steele, very good. 295 ERA, 111 whip. I mean, all the indicators in place. 3.29 expected ERA, 5% walk. 32.5 ball rate, 35-0 swing, 49 ground ball. I mean, the control is there. He's keeping it down. The K rate of 23 is not great, but 11 and a half swing strike is not bad. The cold strikes are really low, which again, I try not to overreact to. The contact rate is high. He's very good around the low edges. But again, it's it's manifested in the high ground ball rate, very low hard hit rates. He's a 22% hard hit rate for your fan graphs. Sub 2% blast, half a homer nine, a 274 
expected Woba. Those are all incredible. And he's been very good at home. Sub-3 ERA, 3-5 XFIP, right? So, meaning, even with the home run stuff, it's okay. He's been very, very good. He has a, I think it's a sub-3. He has a 3-15 Sierra recent split over to Michaelis. I don't know why I can't play. Every time I, just to preface this to be fully transparent as always, every time I go up against Michaelis, I get smoked. <laughs> I don't know what it is. You look at this guy's, you look at this guy's numbers, and you're like, how, how does he manage to beat us all the time? I don't know. I just don't know. But it, but it happens constantly. And, and all the indicators are trash. The disciplinary basket is trash. I feel like I must have had him in that White Sox game where he went 7-0. and oh, And then there's like fours, five, sixes just littered through here. I'm shocked that St. Louis is it even here. Let's go with the F5. Oh, say his name three times and he shall appear. Dream that. Were your ears ringing, bro? Your ears must have been ringing. My boy from FTN, MLB Dream, up in the house. We'll get to that question in a second. Let's mash this. Cubs F5 first. I just can't get what Michael is. 4-3 ERA, masking a 1-3 whip. All the indicators up near 5. 60% K is too low. 7% swing strike is too low. 24.5 CSW is too low. He's a 16% whiff rate. With a 9% miss, 90% zone contact. Again, I looked through some contact metrics. One thing that Savan is very good with, I put this on my sheet. Again, it's worth, it's a couple cents a day. It's Even if you don't follow the picks, this should make your handicapping a little easier. That miss box is the meatball zone. Like, it is the, it's not a nine box zone on Savan. It's got whatever, like 18 or 22 sections in the strike zone. The miss section is the dead up middle middle garbage. And now again, we have to apply a little bit of nuance. Shane McClanahan, Spencer Strider, you know, Joe Ryan, even. Those guys might be able to miss, right? Felix Bautista. Maybe he can miss middle middle and still make you look like a folio. This is not Miles Michaels. Miles Michaels cannot put the ball dead center 9% of the time with a 90% zone contact. I feel like this one's going to mush. He's going to mush. Really tough split against lefties. So maybe we like the, I don't know, probably the Bellinger, um, Bellinger prop, maybe the hat prop. Again, but I like Cubs through five. So let's go Cubs through five. Also bring bring that up for me, Jake. The lefties total base props. I know I've been kind of avoiding that, but like I just want to mash Michaels. I just it's pissing me off. It's, it's pissing me off at this point. Yeah, it's really all about it's really all about Bellinger. If he's got a plus dish to his name on the total bases, we want that. Yeah, we'll take the plus one time. Let's do it. So we're going to go for Cubs to mash. Give us the Cubs five. Again, I'm a, I'm a little bit worried about the St. Louis offense, right? Let's not mask anything. Cubs always been good. Even a little bit better than St. Louis, but St. Louis offense is very good. 285 team BA, 838 team OPS. That's a 131 WRC plus. They're taking their walks. They're not swinging and missing. They're hitting in the zone. You know what I mean? But they not pulling the ball. They're not lifting the ball. That's hurt the power output. The puppies right now rocking and rolling. Really, you know, it's funny. I like to highlight this. We When they're playing all-star ball. Hold on, Matt. I see you. We're going to do dreaming of that. I had that come up also. I had that, I had that printed. I, I love you. <laughs> Cubs offense right now, playing all-star ball. What do I mean? The reason I like to look at these teams in terms of, like, waves and stuff, give you an idea of just how impactful. Think of the, the Cubs as a squad right now are an all-star. The entire lineup is an all-star. 500 plate appearances. 19 homers, 20 steals. 
301 batting average, 377 OBP, 873 OPS, nine and a half walk, 375 Woba, 137 WRC plus. The Cubs, at, just as a squad, are an all star right now. You know, that's only 500 PAs. You add another 150. You're at 25, 25, 300, 91, 95 runs. I mean, you know, it's really rare rocking right now. So let's go with Bellinger. Let's go with the baby bears. Let me hop into the comment section. I really, guys, I really thank you so much. We made me the move to 930. And, you know, I thought the show was going to go to hell and get canceled. Dream says, MLB Dream, follow him up on Twitter. Question for you, Johnny. How much, if at all, do you downgrade pitchers facing the same team again in back-to-back starts? That's a really good question. I don't care. You know, I don't care. I just, I feel like we've seen so many iterations of this. Right, meaning every, think of a combination. Um, bad start, good starts. Bad start, bad start, good start, good start. That, I just, I don't know. Maybe this is where something like you or I, hopefully people that have their eye in the games and eye in the nuance and some advanced statistics and stuff, they maybe pick up on a regression check, right? So we're not so much reacting to the fact that we're back-to-back as much as, I don't know, maybe, did you see that last one? It was a bad call, and it was a bloop, and I don't, and then it collapsed afterwards, and I'm not buying it. Like, I think that's maybe how we want to be using it the same as always, nuance and context to the fore. I, I'm going to be honest, Dream, I, I hear people quote it for me. Man, I hate doing, like, right and wrong stuff, because you know that's not my style, dude. For me, I kind of put that in the BVP, the batter versus pitcher basket of... Theoretically and instinctively, there could be something there. That's why I don't want to discard it. But, like, however, the math doesn't really check out, but the samples are so small. So you can see, right, you see the, the difficulty? If it bothers you, I think this we could say for certainty, if it bothers you, we leave it alone. That's there's always the best advice. I mean, and you, you know this, Dream. Like, you're those free picks that you put out, everybody, make sure you check and dream out for that stuff are excellent, right? And I know what it's like to pick one play. You got to pick one play. Dude, it's very difficult, and you're doing a great job of it. So, like, I wouldn't put those on my one plays where I'm going, right? If I have a robust ticket and I'm playing with volume, I wouldn't think twice about it. If I'm, like, wholly focused on trying to get people, you know, to look at this one thing and counting records on a singular basis, I'd probably fade it. Maddie, my boy, <laughs> says, wait, where was that? Oh, he's got the Mike Talkman under K. I was just hawking all of the Cubs. Matt, I think... I think I do you one better. I also have the um, one of the better, cooler Italian names in the league. Uh, Miles Mestrobone also has he's not striking out at all. Maddie mentions Talkman. My one question for you, Matt. I wonder if I was struggling because Talkman's been leading off, and now you kind of assured the extra plate appearance. The Cubs are also on the road, kind of assuring right, assuring the ninth frame. So I wonder if that kind of dinged you. That's what got me off of Talkman and onto Miles. But again, I mean, these guys are just not striking out. They're, they're looking very good. The, the Cubs, from a disciplinary standpoint, have really kind of stepped, stepped it up. Talkman, again, has 40 PA. He's got a 12.5 K rate. He's just doing it. I mean, Bellinger's not striking out either. Oh, I think he was listed at 1.5. Dream coming back at us. Appreciate you, man. I hate having to pick one play a day and do what I hear you. I, 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 that's what I'm saying. I appreciate what you do. Like, I, I know how hard it is. Not like Jamokes that complain. Oh, you missed three in a row. I'm not that you're missing three in a row, but I, you know, like, yeah, it's, yeah, it's freaking very baseball, dude. Anyway, Dream says, I give a slight upgrade to the hitters, but I generally agree with you. I'm not much into BVP either. I was surprised to see Steel, Steel's K 
back at 5.5 even. Yeah, agreed. Probably has more to do with St. Louis. Like, St. Louis is just cooking right now. Although we've seen them strike out. And we've seen Steele work the strikeout pitch. So, yeah, I just wouldn't let him shake me up. Maddie, of course, so solid in his methodology. Says, I don't discriminate once it reaches a certain price point. Again, why I say this comment section is the sharpest in the game. Like These are legitimate professionals giving their legitimate advice that they could, should, do, get paid for. Okay, so rate, review, and subscribe because it matters more than it should. Let's do the last game and get out of here. I hope you guys enjoy the, yeah, a little bit of a different edition of the show. It's Tanner Bybee and Dylan Cease. This one too, man. I'm kind of fading this one. I managed to find an under, but again, that was the tape reading situation. We want to go under the four and a half, but you can see it's kind of, yeah, a little hard to find. Although we got two. So if we can get under four and a half, 115, that's what I want. Not better to lead. Bybee, very good for the guards. You know, he's been really good. 275 expected Woba. Even good on the... Uh, good against both sides, which is something that I kind of worry about with rookies, whether or not to be able to get lefties as a right-handed hitter. Sometimes the off-speed stuff doesn't move the way they want, and they end up kind of choking up. But Bybee, 565 OPS to lefties. Quarter homer nine. Like, he's been really good. Cease also. Okay, Cease, we got to be careful. He's a real sign wave guy. He's got some stats here that you're just not buying, right? Four ERA, one three whip. You got to look at the recent stuff. We know Cease has the A stuff going, and lately he's been pretty damn good. So when Cease is starting to show the flashes that we saw last year, man, what was it, like 13 or 16 outings in a row of no runs? Like, this guy has ridiculously good stuff. And as much as he's a walk machine, he's one of the few guys that if you see two walks in the ledger, three walks on the ledger all the time, really not that big of a deal because he's starting to get those strikeouts going. He's got nine strikeouts in four of seven. He's got eight strikeouts in five of eight. You know, he's starting to get going. And the offenses on both sides really kind of stink. Cleveland offense is kind of trash. I don't know the at like the batting average there, but all the under the hood stuff is garbage. Like, you know, they chase too much, they don't walk. They don't pull, they don't hit it hard. You know, yeah, they don't strike out, and that's a plus. But I don't think they're going to be able to do much against Cease. And again, with four and a half runs, we've got some love baked in there. Chicago offense is just garbage right now. 289 team OVP, 669 OPS, 5% walk, 39 chase. Those are all bottom three. 47% ground ball, five and a half barrel, 81 WRC plus for the pale hose. They suck right now. They really suck right now. Although, again, if we're, since we're mentioning these K props, Eloy Jimenez, oh, I was so bitter. That was the one that I complained about i was surprised we didn't complain about what to complain about losing a bet even though he got rung up on a ball four that was just so far outside two of those threes two of those three pitches were well 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 outside the zone elohim is being seen as a strikeout machine he's been fantastic as far as uh discipline stuff goes as of late right elohim is eight and a half percent walk rate last 34 PAs. I think the 30-day one is, is is good as well. Yeah, 14% K rate last 85 PAs. Eloy Jimenez is plus 185 to not strike out. Again, Bybee's been good. The strikeout stuff has not been fantastic, though. So I do really like those. I, I just love the odds and the possibility. And then we know Eloy's a fantastic hitter when he gets it going. Last up, it's Sandoval against Matt Manning on this side. I'm kind of leaving this one alone. Nothing is listed. I kind of want to see it. Also, I tend not to go after back-end doubleheader stuff until we see the first one play out. The reason is, what if it goes extra innings and bullpens get burned up? What if there's like a critical in an injury or something like that? People get scratched. 
sometimes managers just want to split. So sometimes, especially the home team, you right, you don't want to get go over two in your crib same day. If they win the first one, you'll see the, the Joker lineup to back them up. So I'm just fading this one. We'll keep an eye on it. Again, you can follow me on Twitter. Make sure you follow Dream on Twitter. Make sure you follow Maddie on Twitter. He just opened a Patreon. You know, go support these guys. Again, I like to think a lot of this stuff is cheap enough that you can use all of it. You know, in fact, the, some of the some of the best compliments I get are when, you know, people say, well, did you know that you were out of line with FTN projections today? Did you know that you're not in line with Derek Hardy's projections today? And I'm like, I'm not like, well, this or that. I'm just like, oh my God, it's amazing to be mentioned in the same breath as those people. So thank you all so much for supporting the show. Jay, scroll down and show them today's picks. So for the video people, if you're ever in a hurry, you can always scroll to the last like 30, 60 seconds or so. And Jay will show you how we're rocking and rolling. Make sure you follow us on betstamp.app. I forgot the hardcore promo, but I can take a second to talk about it. Yeah, why it matters so, so much. Seriously, betstamp.app to the front of the line. Not only for the ability to get those live links to get you better pricing, but again, to read tail of the tape, right? To read the tape and see directionality before it happens. Uh, man, wait till it, this stuff works in football as well. It's it kind of amazing that nobody, again, I brought these market ideas, methods to sports betting, and I'm surprised it hasn't really happened yet. So I was working on it last year, and there's evidence that, especially end of the week, you could find CLV and NFL using this same methodology. So, again, I know this is baseball, but the idea was to use bet stamp. So, from Dream, Jeff L, Insight, Fire Sports, Maddie Dubs. Gabriel, William Craig, Brian Rose, and everyone else, including Mr. Cooper on the ones and twos, Rob is own with a pizza man. Thank you so much for picking up where we're putting down. Enjoy the games. Enjoy your day. When we're done with the book, enjoy that pay. Tomorrow's the live show, but it's a little bit different. Sorry that I got caught a bit of a ding as far as scheduling goes. So it's going to be a short one. It's going to be a blitz one. We're going to focus just on the K package. And then if you want bets, you go hang out with Maddie. So. Take care, and remember, when you work this hard, it feels a lot less like luck, yo. Peace.